Hey there, on this Tuesday, January 18, 2022 years after Awesome Sauce things have occurred, TDB, I Eric Deshaun Barrett, and I'm so glad you're joining me today. I really am. And I hope you don't mind it if we just peel back the fluff, just get down to the nitty gritty, just talk, you and me, share what's on each other's brains. You can do that by finding me somewhere on the internet at Eric Deshaun Barrett on Instagram, at Eric D. Barrett on Twitter. At Eric Deshaun Barrett, I, I don't know who uses Facebook, but every now and again, I peel over there to see what's going on. Then just email me, ericdeshaunbarrett at gmail.com. Or in the comment section of this piece of business, wherever you find this, thank you on behalf of your platform. Uh, whether it's Apple Podcast or Google Cast or one of the other uh distributing, you know, all them people, all them, all them. Can I just say all them? Yeah. Help us or thank you. And, you know, share what's on your mind. I love to to hear or read. You know, maybe I even hear it if you send me a video or something of that nature. Anyway, today... Please forgive me if if this sounds a little bit like unedited as I just cut my fingernail for some apparent reason. The the nail had kind of dug in. It was it was a big piece of business. It was it was already like it was cut anyway, so I just helped it along. You didn't care about that. Actually, that's not really that important as long as there's no blood. It's not that important. Anyway, as I was saying, I hope you'll forgive me. There is no fluff. There is no intro music or anything of that nature. The reason why is because I want to be candid. I really want to just sit down and have conversations. Conversations that come from the heart. And I feel that, at least for me, as a content creator, I've been content creating now since about what, 2004, five. When did Facebook come out? Oh, five, somewhere in there. We started making content and were able to do content. Anyway, I put on this face, this creator face. Back then, it didn't have a name. You were just doing stuff, right? And the point is, sorry for that noise. I just hit my finger for some apparent reason to the uh, to the chair, to the seat. Uh, getting comfortable here so we can chat. Got my Pepsi right here, too, in my glass. You might hear me sip on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just like that. Thank you for allowing me to do that. Make sure my my throat stays all moist and stuff. As I was saying, I put on this content creation face. And sometimes I feel like I'm being candid, but the reality of it is I'm I'm being creator candid. Creator candid says that this is just what I want you to know. 
I'm putting on a face, if you will. And I don't even know if it's a face. I don't even think that's fair. I think that for me, this is EDB. So uh, let me just go ahead and get that out of the way right now. All of these, this commentary is really a reflection only of EDB. You may see the world a little bit differently. You may respond to same. But for me, I have just become a performer. And to some degree, that's a good thing. It's very good. Because I have used comedy and laughter as a way to medicate my pain. And that is great for humanity because you don't have this evil person just running around but individually for the person for the one known as EDB that's a little bit challenging and so I spend my time putting these pieces of business together and every day we I go in and try to find the proper music to to speak to whatever I'm saying. And it just gets harder and harder to do these things. And the more work you try to put on yourself, the more frustrating you get, which ultimately results in no, just not wanting to do this anymore. And then when you kind of sit down and when I kind of sit down, let me not talk about you. Let me, let me focus on me. Please forgive me for, projecting or trying to project my feelings, my thoughts and opinions on you. And if you're sharing those thoughts and opinions, then that's great. I don't have to feel like I'm projecting. Uh, Anyway, when I sit down and I think, man, you should give this up. You know what pops in my head? I go, dude, this is your outlet. This is where you come to really get things out. But even that's scary because how much can you get out? Because you know people are listening and and do you really start telling them everything? Do you really share your, your true and unbridled feelings and emotions? You can't do that. But maybe you can give them a glimpse. Maybe maybe there is an, an echo that you can give. And then I thought, I thought, well, Eric, you can tell the people how you're feeling. Because the reality of it is, when you look at the world in the proper context, thinking from a spiritual perspective, if I can just pull that in here. It's a little piece of business over there. I'll I'll get it out in a second. The exact context. As a matter of fact, we'll go ahead and put it in the show notes. The verse of the day, if you will. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Meaning, my human friend, you, my human friend, are not my enemy. And so when I realize that, then I don't directly attack you because the truth of the matter is your actions, well, even though they may hurt me, I can peel back the onion now and go, (sighs) what place is that coming from? 
Is it coming from a direct place? Or is it coming from the same place that I would present it? For example, I might look at people in a very untrusting manner. I don't know you. You don't know me. But we still may have trust issues. You know why? Because life experiences have forced us to have trust issues. And so everyone and anyone that comes up near us might raise up that red flag of, I don't know if I can, I'm just going to, okay. You mind if I take a drink here? Mm -hmm. Mm. I probably should be conservative on that. It's quite a distance between where I am now and a refill. So getting back to my, my train of thought here right now, this train of thought, realizing that individuals are not my enemy, that I should not attack those persons. I just look at everything broad scope. For example, I, I had a conversation, a couple conversations today, and those conversations, or yesterday, should I say, if you're listening to this when it's released on Tuesday, January 18th, thank you for being a part. I do really appreciate you again. I had a conversation or two, and they literally all sounded the same. It's kind of like you're sitting in a room and you're always... Uh, interviewing. And it's no disrespect to the people who were doing the interview. The truth of the matter is they're just trying to get to know me. They don't know me from Adam. Right? So they're just trying to feel me out. See who I is. Who is this guy? Oh, we've heard about you through A, B, C, D, E, F, G, but who are you really? And again, looking at the the glass half full, you go, eh. I mean, Eric, you, you have to kind of like interview people. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I may just, I don't know, get a good feel about them or a good vibe. I just pick them up on the fly. I've done that a lot with people. I don't know if that's good or bad. That, you know, somebody will say, Eric, you need to meet this guy. Okay, cool. You know, Johnny over there said, I need to meet you. So here we are. What you doing? Cool. That sounds fun. Got tag along. The next thing you know, we're like five days in before we even know each other's name. I mean, that's just how I've operated. But I, I realize everybody don't operate like that. And so for some, it's literally going through this interview process. And I hate it. Because I feel like I always have to prove myself to somebody. And I really don't want to do that. Like I said, I sat down and I had these conversations. And the conversation was good. It's great. Totally no complaints. Everything that I'm saying is personal. I felt like I was on, I was at an interview. And I'm like, 
A, what job am I applying for? B, what is the the compensation? What's the package here? The financial piece of business? Is it? I'm like, for all this that I'm putting in, what am I getting out of this? And the answer to that question was absolutely nothing, at least not in the foreseeable future, not in the peripheral. Could I see any gain from it? So I'm like, I won't be here. I just want to go home or back to whatever I was doing. And here's the next part. Kind of what led to all this. I started making content when I was 26 years old. Maybe earlier than that. I started talking about it, I think, when I was 24. In 2008, I believe I was 24. Somebody add that up. 1984 to uh, 2008. What is that? 24 years old? That sounds about right. Because 2004, I was 20. So... You know, four years after that would have been eight. So, yeah. No. That don't sound right. No, 24. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it right. Okay, cool. So, in 2008, I was 24. And I I had, uh, like, these weekly little get-togethers with some people that I was in school with, or used to go to school with. We would meet up at the Panera Bread by the way, Panera Bread, um, I want to give a shout out to you. I don't know. I, I I started to make a statement. And and now I just have to resort to I don't know. Because I went to Panera Bread a couple of days ago. Well, more like sometime last year. I don't know why I do time. It just doesn't make sense to me anymore. Because <laughs> yesterday, literally... It's six months ago in my head, or the actuality is six months ago. I just feel like it was yesterday. Yeah, you had that happen. you like, I remember it like it was yesterday. You know, that, that's literally how everything works for me. It's like, it's just that clear. Anyway, I went to Panera Bread recently, and I got one of their drinks out of their machine, and I was almost mortified by the taste. And I, and I thought, you know, they didn't used to taste like this. But now I'm wondering, is that accurate? Were they always that bad? And I just haven't been there in a while and, and don't remember. I just That's just another, thought, pop, another piece of business, another thought, another idea that popped up in my brain while I was reminiscing, if you will. Anyway, I, I had this moment where we would chat and we would sit down and we would talk about different things I wanted to do. We wanted to be on the radio. I've always wanted a radio show. Always wanted a radio show. Ever since I was delivering newspapers and I would, you know, make it to the 6 a.m. hour. Hey there, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. That was like my, my coup de grace, my whew, Yes, I loved him. And truth be told, Steve Harvey and um, I was trying to think of some other people right off the top of my head. Johnny Carson, uh, Don Rickles, um, 
Um, he played Sanford and Son. Red Fox. Um, Lawanda Page. You know, these were guys and girls that fed my comedy, fed my personality. Because as a kid who grew up somewhat tortured, I looked to laughter. That's all I had. That's why, uh, to some degree, if not the full degree, I don't deal with anything that's not funny. I just want to find things entertaining. I want to be able to escape. That's one reason why I like doing this piece of business. Because I hope, at least in my head, that it brings somewhat of an escape. Life is hard. Troubles are same. I don't know if life, I think life should be the overall picture and then troubles is like um, a spool or a peg in the umbrella. Is peg a good word to say? Maybe one of those little bars in the umbrella troubles like the whole thing and or um uh, life is the whole thing in the one of those little pegs is trouble huh or maybe life is the umbrella and trouble is the i don't know i don't know how i don't know how to categorize that but what i do know is needing an escape is something that i think we're all desperate for and in this in this reality-driven world, you're almost, you're almost fiending for it. Because back yonder, when I was growing up, all of you 90s babies and 80s babies, shout out to you. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm getting ready to talk about. It's going to click on like a light bulb. It's going to heat you up like a like sitting in front of a hot fire when I finish. Don't worry. I know you're confused now. But you remember back in the day, Martin, Living Single. Those shows may have had um, cognitations or connotations. They might have kind of flirted with the struggle of the day. But for the most part, they were just funny. They were your escape. When Martin came on, when Living Single came on, when Hanging with Mr. Cooper came on, with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, even that other person that we don't want to talk about begins with B and ends with C. Cause. When they came on TV, they, 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 they kind of pointed in the direction of reality. They pointed in the direction of the time. But for the most part, you just came to laugh. We don't have that anymore in our content. I was, I was coming home today and, or yesterday, should I say. And um, it was crazy because I found myself listening to a particular podcast that I don't even know if I can publicly admit that I listen to. I think that, you know, they're, they're definitely, I mean, I, I don't know if I can even recommend it because it's certainly not something that you're probably going to want to listen to uh, while you're at work. Yeah. You know, 
we try to keep these pieces of business uh, to um, a barometer, you know, on a level that, you know, if you, if your boss comes by or, you know, Pope Benedict or somebody, they might not get too turned off by what we're doing. But this piece of business is like, wow. But you know what? I listen to it anyway, even though I I, I can't or probably won't recommend it in, in various environments. And then you say, well, if you won't recommend it, then why did you listen to it? Because the truth of the matter is, it was literally the only thing on my platform that did not make me think. And, and again, that's a dirty word, a dirty idea, dirty whatever in this day and time. How dare you talk about wanting to have time to escape, wanting to have time to turn off, wanting to not be woke. You must, you, you are a bad person if you want to talk about let me go to sleep. That That is a bad thing. That is what's wrong with our society. People want to ignore. No, people are tired. I'm tired. You're tired. Come on, peel back the onion and get to the allergic induced section. You are stupid tired. And all I wanted to do was drive home and listen to that podcast. And it was a crazy podcast. But you know what? I listened to it. I don't think I finished it. Well, actually, I did. I went to sleep. (laughs) For me, that's finishing a podcast. According to <laughs> according to Apple Podcasts, I finished it. <laughs> Didn't hear it, but I finished it. Anyway, I um I, I listened to that podcast until it put me to sleep. They were talking about you know it was they had a guest on the one that I heard the second one I heard it was two of them that I listened to but the second one I heard had a guest on talking about farting in jars and selling them and I'm sitting there like dude. We're in a society now. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I, I, I'm not going to say anything. And I know there's some of you who feel like I should. I should have a moral compass and speak out. Are you serious? I got better thing to do in my time. Well, you know what? Let me say this. It's wrong to fart in a jar and sell it. All right. You happy? Great. Now, guess what? <laughs> the people who fart in jars and sell it still going to fart in jars and sell it. So there's <sighs> no point in getting my blood pressure up over that. We live in a world where, where this is another one of those verses. Find it in the scriptures. Everyone is going to do what is right in their own eyes. And so since you know that, you go, oh, all right, we farting in jars now. Okay. Hey, you feel like that's what you need to do? You feel like that's what you're supposed to do? Who am I to say it? Everyone's going to see and do what they believe is right in their own eyes. I don't necessarily know if I want to participate. I don't necessarily know how I feel about it. That's the truth. I don't know. Let me just, can I just, since we're there, can I just say this too? How many folks have literally went out and start preaching. Seriously. And they have no idea. 
absolutely no idea how they personally feel about the subject. All they know is it's wrong. The Bible says. And I'm like, dude, you didn't even use the biblical text right. That's the first problem. And the second problem is you don't even know if you're truly against it. You just know you got to speak out because your moral and spiritualized compass. You are, what is it? Holy Ghost vexed or something. My spirit is vexed. I don't know. I've been out of that game so long. I don't remember all those terms. So I've been, I've been thinking as I, you know, work my way to wrap this up that Eric, it's a new year. Football season is over. That's another piece of business. I started on this journey. I got involved in the sports arena, mainly because my buddy Matthew loves sports. And there's various issues that now will uh, take him in another direction, maybe temporarily, maybe even permanently. We don't know. We kind of live day to day on that subject. But what do you do now? Am I going to sit down and watch a football game start to finish? No, my blood pressure can't take that. Am I fascinated by who's potentially going to get to the game? Yeah, I am. I'm fascinated tonight. Or today, should I say that? I just burp in your ear. I'm so very sorry. Hey. People are farting in jars. Can we burp in jars too? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to throw that. I don't, I don't, please forgive me. As I sing, I'm fascinated. When I realized that Rev Murray, Rev Murray got sent home. It's, it's kind of poetic because Rev Murray, Kyrie Murray, it's Kyrie Murray, right? I think that's his name. I have to make sure I'm pronouncing it, enunciating it properly because literally I, I never even thought about him as Kyrie Murray. I just thought about him as uh, Reverend Murray because he reminded me of the pastor of First Baptist Butte Street, which is right around yonder. Um, yeah, Kyler Murray. That's right, Kyler. Um, anywho. Kyler Murray got sent home. As I said, it's poetic because the Reverend Murray that I was uh, associating him with also went home. Retired after 38 years from the first Baptist Butte Street right around yonder from me here in the city of North Virginia. But I was shocked about that. I looked at that score and I went 34. Was that the final score? 34 to 11 is when I last saw it. Yeah. Got knocked off by the by the L.A. Rams, which is very interesting because and this is the part about sports that fascinates me. Watching the picture being painted, the web being weaved. I can't I can't get down 
Matthew is sitting at home in the fetal position in depression, beat up and busted and disgusted. I, I, I just can't be that way. And folks say, well, Eric, you, you aren't really a fan if, if you can't be that. I know. No. We're going we're gonna to talk about that a little bit more in a second. Why? No, I just can't. I can't do that. But I like, as I said, watching the weaving the pieces being put together because for the first time last year in NFL history, in the entire history of the sport, since we have had Super Bowls, never, ever has a team or the Two teams that are fighting for the Super Bowl title. Neither of the two teams have ever played the big game in their home field. Before last year. When Mr. Thomas Brady. You know, Thomas. They call him Tom. Where I come from, they don't really like the word Tom. That's why my great granddaddy went by Ellis because he didn't want to be called Tom. Ain't nobody going to call me Tom. That's what he said. And then not only did he go by Ellis so you couldn't call him Tom, but he went by his initials. T-E-W. That's kind of where I got the thing from. My great grandfather called himself T-E-W. My uncle calls himself JWB, and I call myself EDB. It's almost like it's a thing around here. Never really thought about it until maybe some, when we got ready to bury my great-uncle brother. Anyway, most of these people use initials around here. Grandmother, she hyphenates her name, M. Elizabeth. You know, we all we all have a weird way of saying things. It's kind of like our own calling card, if you will. That being said, um, I was um, looking at this picture. How Thomas, Mr. Uh, Thomas Edward, that was his name. Yes. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. He. And his buddy, you know who his buddy is? You've heard of him. Plays out there with him. Robert James Gronkowski. Those two fine friends whose birthday is literally, what? 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, five days from mine. Literally five days from mine is Mr. Robert James Gronkowski. Hey, man, we made babies. What's up, boy? Anyway, before those two did it last year, it never happened. Never did a team play in the Super Bowl on their own field. And now when you look at the battle lines being drawn, when you look at the picture being painted, this proverbial Picasso, proverbial 
Um, who's another? Leonardo da Vinci. Wasn't he? Was he? Well, he was. He was a. Uh, he was a, a painter, wasn't he? Da Vinci. Yeah. When you watch Charlotte's proverbial web being weaved, yeah, that's something that makes sense to me. Never hit me before that Charlotte was a damn spider. I was, it was, it is crazy. I don't, I don't want to go off on that tangent, but it's crazy how they made such a big deal out of simple things that we just killed just on general purpose. Bambi was such a big deal. And all it is is a deer that got shot for dinner. Anyway, Charlotte's Web being weaved. Like I said, that makes sense to me. It's a possibility that for the second time in NFL history, the Los Angeles Rams now could potentially play on their own field. Now, the Los Angeles Rams are, um, let's go ahead and make sure I know what I'm talking about here because sometimes I get confused. And, you, you know, it happens. So please forgive me. That, that's right. I thought so. The Rams are in the NFC West. So that means that they got to go through Brady. <sighs> wow. Who else do they got to go through? Because the Cowboys are out. The Eagles are done. Literally now it's just the Rams, the Bucks, and the Packers. That's literally all that's left. Am I right? I think I'm right. I had to look that up. Because didn't the Eagles take it out? Yeah, they t- they got knocked out by um by uh the Bucks. So they're gone. The Cowboys are gone. Who who took out the Cowboys? I can't remember. The 49ers. Oh yeah, they're still in there. My bad. My bad. So you got you got the Rams and the Niners and the Packers and the Bucks. So I believe next week the Rams has got to meet the Bucks, right? And the Niners has got to meet the Packers. Is that how this is that how this thing is popping off? And then over in the AFC, the Bills has got to meet who? The Chiefs or the Bengals? Because it's the Bills, the Bengals, and the Titans that's left. Those are the three pieces of business that's got to be taken care of. So who's gonna pull who's gonna pull that off? That's the question. The crazy thing is the NFC West is still the hot ticket right now. Cause literally you got the Rams and the Niners fighting in one division. Everybody's gone out the east. And the north and south is locked up with the Packers and the Bucks, right? So all this being said, we're looking. To who is going to do it is the road being strategically 
metamorphically, meticulously, methodically, and yes, even, what's the word I want? Philosophically? No, that's not the word I'm looking for. That doesn't go there. It's not philosophical. Poetic? Poetically. Yeah, that's the word. Thank you for letting me think through it. I thank you. you I, I like that you're letting me think through things. That makes this wonderful time of audio therapy great. But is the road poetically being painted, the picture being painted for Los Angeles to this year do for the second time in history what Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. did last year? Take a sip and think about that. Hmm? Matthew Stafford, Odell Beckham Jr. <sighs> Odell, the guy who just a few months ago was over there in Cleveland, sitting there twiddling his thumbs until his pappy took to the internet, started having conversations, which led to his release. Now, where are the Browns at? Where are the Browns? Where is the Browns with old Baker Mayfield? I'll tell you where they are. The Browns at the house. They're at the house. What was their record? Their record was 8-9. It wasn't that bad. I mean, <laughs> how did the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, get to the bottom of the totem pole? They were, they were guys we were scared of back in the back in the first part of this year, weren't we? Now they're under the Browns. Anywho, old Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr. was tired of being in in the in the Brown and what's it, the Brown and the Black? What did they wear? So he decided he wanted to leave and go west. And now he went from a team that's eight and nine to a team that's 12 and five. Uh -huh. Yeah, he got there and it was, it was some hiccups. Oh, it didn't start off as, as nice and sweet as we wanted it to. We talked some crap about it. I did. I'll admit it. Like, yeah. But we ain't talking now, are we? No, we sure not. So this, this, this web, this is sports for me. Watching the dots being put together. I'm fascinated, like I said. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to what's going on how um, just how everything's going to play out no pun intended that being said I, I do want to talk to you about I made a mention of it earlier I said um, I'm not really a sports fan 
at least in the eyes of many sports fans, I'm not really a sports fan. There's some who say I should, um, you should be ashamed of yourself. Wearing the colors of the Miami, you you ain't really in Miami. Like I said, man, I just look at things differently. And I want to share with you why I am not a sports fan. I'm going to do that. Can can you can we do can we do that? I want to go back to Dallas, just for a few moments, and hopefully, at least for me, that'll clear up a few things. Hmm. I um, I read an article. Um, about the reaction. Up in Dallas by way of Arlington. I want to talk about this a little bit. This was in the Gulf Digest. This is when you know it's bad. When a publication that has nothing to do with the subject is picking it up. (laughs) The Gulf Digest says, Cowboys... Fans fighting each other was more inevitable than Mike McCarthy kicking a field goal while down 16. This was by Christopher Powers. It was written on January 17, 2022. Let us read it, shall we? It says, If we're being fair, The final play call of the Dallas Cowboys season on Sunday was actually a pretty savvy one. Dak Prescott still had plenty of time to get down a spike, which would have left them with two or three seconds, a.k.a. one final play. Considering where they started the drive, that was the best they could have asked for. Of course, we all know what happened next. Prescott and center Tyler Bayadez forgot the referee has to touch the ball and spot it before running the next play, which led to some confusion at the line and ultimately ended the game. Naturally, the home fans disagreed with what happened And when you mix in a long day of drinking, Mike McCarthy is your head coach, induced stress, and a bad call that ends your team's season, things are going to turn ugly in the stands quickly. And oh boy, did they ever. Remember, these are Cowboys fans we're talking about. Rational thinking is not their strong suit. Pop, 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 pop. Oh, that was a shot. Wow. But at the same time, I must agree with Mr. Christopher. I was going, I went to the 7-Eleven a couple days ago. And while I was in the 7-Eleven, actually, I was getting out of my car. I was heading to the door and I just happened. I think this was right as we knew. Yeah, this was right when we knew that the Cowboys was going to be in the playoffs. 
And I looked over, I saw a guy come out the store. He was decked out in this cowboy memorabilia. And I was just like, hey, man, congratulations. Y'all, y'all going to the playoffs. And he just looked at me like disgusted that I would even think that something else was that it was. And he told me, dude, you act like that's not supposed to happen. And I'm sitting there like, this is why. This right here is why <laughs> I don't deal in sports. Y'all's crazy. I sit here in a chair and I've sat here in my chair, should I say, with Matthew for the last how many weeks? 17, 18, might have been shorter than that because he left somewhere in the middle of the season. So, you know, there's that. At least 10, 10 weeks. And every single day, and you know what now? You know what now he's saying? I understand why people don't like Cowboy fans. He's seeing it because it doesn't make sense. Anyway, let's keep on thinking. Or should I say talking, reading. Every year, the think the Cowboys can go 16 and 1 and win the Super Bowl. And every year they get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, usually at home. You'd think they'd have learned that by now. Alas, they have not, which leads to them turning on each other, which was more inevitable. Then McCarthy calling on the field goal team to make it a two possession game when his team was down two possessions. Okay, listen. Let me take a pause right here. McCarthy has only been the head coach for two years. All right. Now, this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. A lot of times when you're not really focusing on the big picture, when you haven't peeled back the onion and got to the allergic induced section and realize who are we really fighting here? Are we fighting McCarthy? He's only been here two years. So for a guy who came here last year without Dak Prescott, and had a 6-10 and ten destructible year. And to come this year and go from 10 or 6-10 and 10 to 12-5, and five, was that their record? Yes. I think that's a major accomplishment for this guy. Oh, you got people calling for his head, fire the coach, Mike McCarthy ain't shit, all blah, blah. And I'm like, dude. Dude, go to 2020, 2021. The NFC East was ran in 2020, 2021 by the Washington Redskins at the time. Now known as the Washington football team. 
the Washington football team had clinched the division and they only had a 7-9 record. That's how bad the Cowboys was last year. Third, only to the Eagles. Who also flipped the script this year. Knocking off the Giants and the football team. Did the Eagles. Did the Cowboys. But we're talking about the Cowboys right now. From 6-10 and ten last year when McCarthy got there. 8-8 eight and eight the year before that. McCarthy wasn't there that time. And now... Go back even further. Cowboys was 10 and 6. They were 9 and 7. 16, they were. Uh, where they at? Where they at? 13 and 3. They haven't had a good season since 2016. Now they're here 12 and 5. They had clinched the division. Having clinched the division, go back and look at it. In 2016, they clinched the conference. That was 2016. 17, they didn't do it. 18, they didn't do it. No, they did it in 18. They clinched the conference in 18. No, they clinched the division in 18. 19, they didn't do it. 20, they certainly didn't do it. And so to be back at the top of the mountain here in 21-22, and you're like, fire him? What the shamama skukapato? Let me finish this piece of business and we can get out of here. Uh, where's my where's my where's my where's my letter? Where is this at? Um Is there a sadder place to be as a man than on your knees? Recklessly swinging at someone while your pants are falling down. Oh, also, you're wearing the jersey of another grown man. Jesus. Have you seen these pictures? Wow. There was, of course, much more. Here's a few clips. You can find these on the internet somewhere. They're outside in the parking lot. Beating each other up in the flower bed. This is sports fans. Dude, it's just a game. You went to jail and potentially sent somebody to the hospital over a game. And yeah, you got screwed. I will admit that. Y'all got screwed. But then again, haven't we had this conversation all season long about how McCarthy is horrible at time management. The dude can't tell time to save his life and soul. We've had that conversation, haven't we? Man can't tell time. Let's just go ahead. Need to put a big old clock on the wall the size of the state. 
You need a clock. You need a clock bigger than a Lone Star. Just to show them. As a matter of fact, take the Lone Star and put a clock in it. So he can see it. Make it digital. Don't make it analog. That ain't good. The numbers might. Sometimes you can't tell the little hand from the big hand. Don't do that. Make it digital. And then put the second hands on it too. The whole thing. Make sure, make sure, make sure all bases is covered. Anywho. You got this piece of business, like I said. Dak Prescott's out there telling the fans that they did a good job. Even got Jerry's son coming out. I didn't know the boy had a son. Wow. <laughs> Jerry Jones got a son. He works in the business. This got so bad, the son came out of hiding. Went on 105.3. The fan in Dallas. Talked about it. It's crazy. Dallas is ripped to shreds by way of Arlington. You know why? Because of a football game. Because for some strange reason, we have become a society that would rather kill each other just because 11 guys that are way down yonder couldn't pull something off. You all the way up in the nosebleeds can barely see. Probably don't even get. Wait a minute. Give me, binoc- Give me the binoculars. Is that Dak? Hold on. Let me, let me see here. Hold on. I need my glasses. All right. Now I got my glasses. Now let me get my binoculars. Yeah. I think that's Dak. You won't sure, but you're fighting. Then I'm sorry. I said you. None of you are doing that. I'm sorry to accuse you. But you do know somebody. So anyway, taking that into consideration, I was like, dude, I'm, no, I'm good. I'm just be over here. You can call me a casual fan. You can say I ain't really into sports. You can say I'm not worthy to be in the conversation. You can say whatever you want to say. But if this is what we're doing, yeah, I ain't about that life. And, and I hope that all of you out there who are sitting on the sidelines, the two, the two types of people I want to talk to right now. I want to talk to the people who are sitting on the sidelines who really and truly are feeling some type of way. Amen. Don't let what you just saw in Dallas by way of Arlington. Don't let that in. Don't let that delude or puss cast a dark shadow over your enjoyment of the game. If you like me and you just love watching the picture being painted, the Picasso coming together, the webbing of Charlotte, go for it, man. Stay with it. Let these people know. Hey, dude. Nah, man. I'm sorry. Y'all do you. We just think we just. Mm-mm. Matter of fact, don't, don't even give them a second thought. Because <laughs> crazy they is. They'd be in jail or dead by tomorrow. I, I, I'm, I'm. Wow, that was very bad. Because I'm sorry.
you got cousins that's out there. You you don't no 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 that's that's bad. You know what? This is what we're gonna do. Let's let's take a moment of silence right here. Just 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 bow your heads and close your eyes. We're gonna take a moment of silence for Dallas. Let's just 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 to my brother in the short 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 shirt with the plumber's booty. Lord help him. To my friend who got trampled and got choke slammed and then suplexed into the begonias. Lord help him. To my brother who was just swinging just for dear life. Lord help him. And to all the folks who might have ended up in jail, Lord help him. In Jesus' name we pray. I said in Jesus' name we pray. Help them to know we ain't about that life. And I hear you in your cubicle. Right now, as you get ready to scream, your mouth is perched to say, Amen. 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 Yeah. You ain't about that life, kid. You ain't about that life. You know what? No, no, no. Let me not speak for you. I ain't about that life. Yeah. I'll let you do you. God bless your heart. That's the wonderful thing about this great nation of ours. That's why Dr. King had a dream. That we all can be free. I'm free to sit over here and talk to the phone. And put it out on the internet. And you free to beat somebody. Have a WWE Smackdown match in the middle of the of the hydraniums. Everybody can do what they do. Huh? Yeah. You do you. I'm going to do me. You be about that life. I got to say it again. That life. Ah, I just ain't about it. Can't be about it. But let me tell you the life I am about. Shout out to No Copyright Sound. Madam DJ, Mr. DJ, non-binary DJ. Because of them, we can hear music. We have the opportunity to learn, connect, and experience artists that we probably would have never heard of, known, listened to before these wonderful people provided this platform, promoted these fine folks. We thank No Copyright Sound and our uh, Madam DJ, Mr. DJ, non-binary DJ. And I ask, if you are a Cowboys fan, do me a favor. Over the next seven minutes, I would like for you to get up out of your chair. I would like for you to grab your coat and your goulashes because you may be somewhere that's cold. Grab your coat, grab your goulashes, 
and go outside. You were off yesterday. As I'm sitting here, organizing, thinking about you, because this is the first day back on the job. And I realized, as I said, that you were off yesterday. So you haven't seen these people. The emotions, the struggle, and the, the war that would have ensued yesterday was held off today. God bless Dr. Martin Luther King for being in the way, if you will. But now, as I sit here and have to clean off the counter, because y'all done messed it up, spraying some of this wonderful awesome on here because, you know, you didn't spill stuff all over the counter because you're still mad. How about you get up, like I said, go for a walk, calm your nerves, set your watch to outdoor walk. If you happen to work from home, you got a moment. If you listen to this, you probably do. Go ahead and get a good run in. I give you about a good seven minutes to get it done. And then we'll be back up in here. Eh? Eh. No copyright sound, do you think? If you will.
find the right words And there's no way this is real life There's no telling you're the right girl So I can only say that it feels right It feels right, it feels right Yeah, I can only say that it feels right It feels right, it feels right Yeah, I can only say that it feels right This is just a must Put me in perspective I'm the deepest in the cut Everybody tuning in But this is just for us now We know I ain't ballin' yet Hoes wanna holler Oh no, I don't call them back Girl, let me see you Hold it down We gon' have a blast Cause I just wanna know What you gonna do with all of that Ain't gotta say a word I know what's up You can have it all Watch me rip it off I'll admit it You got me feeling hella love Even when it's going down Know that we gon' live it up Young shot caller Always been a baller Know that you the one I can feel it in my heart Yeah, I won't stop charging We going come harder I can see you and I Way beyond the stars, girl I can never ever find the right words And there's no way this is real life There's no telling you're the right girl So I can only say that it feels right friends and with that uh why don't we go ahead and think about bringing the day to a close we are uh in transition here trying to figure out what we're doing with our lives at least i am excuse me got a new setup today working through a few things we're gonna get our life right i promise you but for now as in everything, it's going to take some time. We got to figure out what life looks like without Matthew, without everything that we've known, without sports the way we've known it. And it's a great time, seeing as you know the season is now coming to an end. So you know we can think about life a lot differently than we have in the past. At least I can. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Anyway, I guess I'll chat with you tomorrow if you're all right with that. 
until then, well, Lord willing, the Crick don't rise, we'll chat. Sometime in the Nile, we'll say that. We might take tomorrow and process things. Come back Thursday. We'll look. We'll see. We'll see. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll be here somewhere. All right. Till then. The next time we can do this. For me and mine. Unto you and yours. Laters.